Hey y'all, you're listening to another episode of Lavish Hospitality. Welcome to my table. We are just about in December. Can you believe it? This is the last week of November and I am joined today and next week with my friend Ashton Quattlebaum. She leads a hospitality ministry up in um, Greenville, South Carolina. She used to live here. We did life together when she lived here. And I'm excited about the two topics that we're going to be talking about this week and next week. They're going to be short because I know this holiday season gets the best of us. So I hope you join and um, join along and have fun. Ashton, welcome to the show again. I mean, this is what, third, fourth, something like that? I think something like that. Thank you, Kim. You are welcome. It's great. Well, you live a little further away from me now than the first two episodes you did. I, I do, but not 2,000 miles away anymore. It isn't, and I'm very glad very glad for that. Greenville is a lot closer than Wyoming. So um, yes. I love that Greenville is two hours from my house. Like, I mean, 215 to downtown. So it's, it's really exciting and it's the cutest town and it's exploding. Yep. And you can see why when you come here. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I love it. We, we've gone the past two years for our anniversary and Eric just loves it as well. He had not been. And the food is just so much better than the food here in Augusta. I'm sorry. You, you are from Augusta, so you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. Yeah. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to cut down Augusta, but the food definitely lacks and there's just such yep. craft, the craft and love put into the food here. Yeah. I totally agree. And there are some exceptions, but for the most part, uh, we find the food here lacking. So we love going to, um, to Greenville and not usually being disappointed in it. Yes. It's um, about money. Drive hard to get the food. Exactly. Hey, We'll take it because it's two hours. Like there's many times, I mean, you know, I'm coming up for my birthday in just a few weeks and we're all having dinner together at, um, Sobeys. I think we, we chose Sobeys and that's great and delicious and downtown. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with a bunch of y'all. And, um, I mean, I just go up there and have lunch with a friend and drive back. I mean, I've definitely been known to do that. So that's amazing. Yeah. The, <laughs> Come help me soon. I mean, the joy of working from home and when gas prices go up, it's a little harder. So I'm like hoping gas prices stay low. Um, right. Okay. So we are talking about somewhat about food, but we're talking about hospitality at the holidays. And when this airs, we will have just passed Thanksgiving, which is typically the bigger foodie holiday. But I mean... Food's important any time of the year, especially at the holidays. So, but that's not all that hospitality entails. So you are going to talk about something for, for a while, and then I'm going to come with three other points. So we're just kind of tag teaming this one of how to do hospitality at the holidays. So go for it, Ashton. And I'll interject, of course, because I always have to. So ask those clarifying questions too, from what I'm not explaining. Um, so I've been teaching hospitality classes recently to young girl students. Um, and the thing that I've loved to teach them, which they totally just grasp, are the five senses. So doing hospitality through our five senses. They can easily think about, okay, what can I have here that can be um, smelled, touched, taste, 
they can see it and then, you know, whatever they can hear it. So easily, you know, those things point to music or what's visually present there. Um, what, what they're smelling, what the, the music, mm-hmm. if there's beautiful. Music. And so anyway, so we, I start with those and that really, even for me has like totally changed my hospitality game. It's almost taken the stress out of like this, vague concept of what do I have at my house? Because you can think about a bazillion things that are on Pinterest or Instagram or whatever. But the five senses really narrow it down to really what has God put in your heart Mm -hmm. that you can present to others. And others are put into our life um, to benefit from the gifts that God has given us for them. Mm -hmm. And so um, really, so taking those five senses and then filling them with Christ, really? You know, so my friend Annie, oh my word, she was life changing last week when I was kind of talking with her through a class, through one of my classes that I was going to do. And I was like, well, Annie, I'm just, I'm going to mainly talk about the five senses. And she just interjected and said, um, we experience heaven through our five senses. Mm -hmm. And that, that was just, I was like, yes, that's it. So, you know, we can, we can, make the things that we see at, in our home or at our event, we can turn them into an idol or we can turn them into a way to worship God. And um, so really focusing those five senses on ways to bring God's majesty into the home and his beauty and his love and comfort. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I build off of now. And so that's what I'm thinking about as I'm going in. Okay. So let's go through those five senses. What would be one or two top things for the sense of smell? Okay. Um, definitely baking mm, or cooking. Yes. For sure. So the aroma of whatever mm-hmm. delight you are giving to your guests, um, that, you know, that nourishment definitely points to, God's nourishment mm, to us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, whatever we're, and I was listening also to a nutrition podcast and they were talking about, um, the beginning of our digestion, starting with our smell. Mm-hmm. And so yep. they related it back to the females, um, the moms and the wives and the grandmas who would cook back in the day using their pots all day long. Mm. And that the, the Roma would fill the home. Now we kind of maybe use our crock pot for that. Or some of us, you know, who yeah. are able to stay home do cook all day and, and you can smell that aroma. But anyway, it also, you know, helps that digestion. That was just a, a side note. Yeah. Um, that's definitely the aroma. And I like that more than maybe candles, like a sugar cookie candle, because some, you know, we know, we are knowing now that maybe those aren't the healthiest to have in our home. And, you know, we want, we want to give what's best in our home. But um, also, you know, that's just a real breathing, living, you know, way to to fill our home with aroma. But, you know, obviously other sense of, I don't know. Do you, are there any things that you smell up your home? I mean, okay, so I, we have no allergies in our home when it comes to this. So I really, really feel for the people who do and have to get a fake tree. But I'm a live tree person. I have always, I've never had a fake tree. The boys have a little fake tree in their room, but I get a real wreath and I get a real tree. I remember doing that at, at the Eckerd's like lining up Publix on the way, like, or little tree farms growing up. But 
I always get a real tree. We usually get it right after Thanksgiving. So by the time this airs, we will have gotten it. And um, there's a little family out maybe 45 minutes from us that do it and they're incredibly cheap. And we're like, we're going back just because we can afford it. But man, that real tree smell is amazing to me. Yes, we haven't had one yet um, in our marriage, but we're going to get our first one tomorrow. Live tree. So (laughs) probably if I'd already had one of those in my home, I would have thought about that. But yes, those are two huge ones to just have in the home. I love it. Baking and the tree. What about sight? Or hold on, let's let's reverse that. Tasting, because tasting is very um, intertwined with smell, as you've already said. Oh, absolutely. Well, goodness tasting truthfully well okay first off I think for the comfort of the holidays um I think you know cooking cooking all day can kind of be a thing I remember my aunt Sarah my great aunt Sarah um she would come with like I don't know how many cookies just just boxes Mm -hmm. of cookies you know and I knew she was cooking all day and her husband and her children you know at the time would delight from those all day I think with tasting like kind of being able to graze during this season um and you know we're if we're really settling down with the season into winter and fall really you become slow and slower in those times Mm -hmm. that should be a a slow period of life Um, and and so the the idea of just picking up little snacks and grazing throughout the day, I think that that can just bring so much comfort mm-hmm. in this season mm-hmm. that we're really made to have. Um, I, li- I like to think about living with the seasons of life because I think mm-hmm. God created yep. it in a way when we do that, it's healthier. Um, and so I, th- I really think, you know, kind of grazing like that and, and maybe make your cookies as healthy as possible. But also I'm just learning so much now that health just does not boil down to no sugar what we're doing all the time. No sugar. Correct. Okay. So that is another topic of conversation yeah. that maybe we can dig into after. So kind of all day being yeah. able to taste all day and feeding that as a mom or a wife to your family. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. And then obviously the taste of the season. I, I think that we should be able to, you know, if we like something outside of the turkey and the dressing or whatever, mm-hmm. we can have our own family yes. traditions. I think that's a big one when it comes to taste. Like, what what is the culture of yep. your family, um, and and what brings joy and gladness mm-hmm. to you taste yeah. in that season? Um, like, well, we just like I said, we're going into Thanksgiving when we're recording this, and my husband is just stressed out for a lot of different reasons, just a lot of things on his plate. So yesterday, I made him shepherd's pie, because he loves shepherd's pie, and I made him the Angus Barn chocolate chest pie from a restaurant in Raleigh, and he just loves it. And he's not, when he gets anxious, he does not eat. When I get anxious, I turn to food. Like, it's just, <laughs> you're very different in that. But he ate that up and he had chest pie for breakfast and he had chest pie last night. So it's just like, oh, okay. Like you do like comfort food, but 
Wow. I, I mean, and so going into this week of Thanksgiving, I asked the kids and Eric and me, I'm like, I want to make, and I got this from my friend, Abby, who's been on the podcast before, but she's like, I'm going to start with pies on Tuesday. So we have freedom to eat them before we're all full of turkey and stuffing and everything. And we don't even have uh, room for pies. I'm like, I love building in two extra days for pies. That's awesome. So I am, I started yesterday, a week before Thanksgiving and I made the chest pie. I asked Elijah what his favorite he wanted. He wants a coconut cream. I'm either going to do a pecan pie or a French silk. And then Sebastian, he said he wanted an apple pie, but then he changed his mind to a Dr. Pepper Bluebell ice cream milkshake. So there you go. I don't even have to bake that. <laughs> hey, there you go. And then yeah. that's a different taste. Yes, think, it is. <laughs> so ice cream. <laughs> we're just going to enjoy those throughout the week. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, look, yeah we don't do turkey because I don't like turkey or ham. I mean, okay. we might do ham, but we're actually for Christmas dinner. I think we are doing, um, we do Waffle House Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, I think he's asked for chicken parm. So you never know, going that more Italian route. But. Love it. I love it. Yes. Just switching it up and doing what brings joy to your family. Exactly. That's okay. Um, number three, what is about touch or feel? Like how can we hospitality for the holidays with touch and feel? Yes. I definitely think proximity to others is a huge deal when they're walking in our home, just embracing them Mm -hmm. with a hug, not just a little side hug. Good to see you. You know, glad you're here. But just that embrace of really welcoming them Mm -hmm. in, I know that that makes me really feel comfortable I am with where I am. I know some people though, don't really love hugs. Yes. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe that's a little different. Maybe, maybe for that person, you hand them a warm mug the moment they mm-hmm. walk into your room the season um, and let them just hug onto the mug, you know? Um, that needs to be a sticker like hug onto the mug. <laughs> <laughs> we have that that's great. Hug onto the, hug onto the mug. Can hug the mug. There we go. Hug the mug. Soon on Etsy. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> yes. I love I it. To the mud. So I think those are huge warm drinks and yeah. hugs. Yeah. Honestly, just blankets. You know, like have blankets available. Yes. On That's your what couch. I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. You go ahead. Kevin. No, I mean, even like my son, when he comes home from school, he wants to like get his lovey, get a blanket and just snuggle up on the couch because school is very anxiety ridden for him and he needs to know that right when he gets home we're not go 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 like the other day we've we've had a busy season and the other day he was like can we just have a movie marathon day on Saturday and I'm like dude we can so have a movie marathon day on Saturday so I'm like that when he said that I mean he's my homebody anyway Elijah's definitely my I'll travel the world with you but Sebastian's like, I want to be home and I want to be safe. So he loves home. And I want to, I want him to know that we don't always have to be busy all the time. So when he said that, that was an indication to me that, oh, we've been too busy for him to say that. Yes. So. yes. Okay. Wow. Yes. And Kim, I love your hospitality to your family. Mm-hmm. You know, you've talked about cooking for your husband and, and cooking for his needs. Mm-hmm. He needed to have something that he would eat, yeah. that he would actually, I totally understand your husband. I will shut down when, um, 
in anxiety seasons, I will not mm-hmm. eat. My parents will be calling and checking on me, wondering why I look so thin. <laughs> and that, then that gets me even more anxious. So um, just, yes, I totally get that. When, when there is something that you will actually eat for that anxious mm-hmm. person, that food will be eaten. Yep. And that is one of the best ministries you can give to your family. Love it. And then with Sebastian, he needs to be warm and, and cozy and cuddled and mm-hmm. calm from when you do that. I that that's life changing. I love Thank it. Thank you for you are welcome. It's hard. I mean, in that even in that taste thing, going back to Thanksgiving, I asked my both my sons what they liked most about our Friendsgiving meal because we had um, some sweet friends over for Friendsgiving, and one said the green beans, which I was like. Cool. Okay. I mean, the green beans were like slow cooked with a ham hock and bacon and they were fresh and not out of a can and they were delicious. And my other one said the apples on the charcuterie board. I'm like, cool. (laughs) I've spent like, I've spent five hours in like three days. Like really? Okay. The apples. So I'm like, I'm like, buddy, like what was your second favorite thing? He's like, the Mickey Mouse ice cream bar out the freezer for dessert. <laughs> you also didn't cook. <laughs> I was like, I have completely failed. So, yeah. I mean, and just. let that calm. Yeah. Let oh that my calm every goodness. mom who is worried about yeah. perfecting their cooking game. Just have the Mickey Mouse yeah. ice cream bar. Even if you have three desserts made by two other foodies in this area who know how to cook and it's delicious. Like pumpkin cobbler. And cherry cream cheese, like cheesecake pie. And then what did I make? Oh, hummingbird cake. I'm like, those are delicious. But he was like, can I have an ice cream? Sure, but yeah, just like the apples. <laughs> sure, you can have all the apples you want and have another Mickey Mouse. It's okay. Um, okay, hearing. That's the fourth sense or fifth sense because okay. we've already talked about taste. So hearing. How can we show hospitality in the sense of hearing? So Pandora has been my best friend the past few weeks with the way that I am able to curate a playlist. I think that, you know, all of us would have a different playlist we're curating, Mm -hmm. that we're hitting like on the button so that Pandora will play more like that song. Well, and I think each of us have a different gift inside of us, like I said, to bring out and to share with others. Mm -hmm. Mine, during this season... I, and we're going to, we're going to talk Kim about keeping Christmas Christ-centered. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this, but there is just this place of kind of like a kingdom or a castle or majesty or maybe reverence, something inside of me that I like to bring out at this mm-hmm. season. Um, so my, my playlist on Pandora is filled with really lots of choir um, will we, you know, even the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, <laughs> I, I hate to bring it's pretty, we're not yeah. Mormons, but it's, you know, it's pretty, I'm not saying that's what's on my playlist, but more of those, um, type vocals, you're a music person, Kim, what, mm-hmm. what would you call it? Definitely classical. Choral. Okay, there's classical. Just choral. Choral. Yeah. Choral. So choral is filled, <laughs> um, on my playlist and it fills my home with different songs mm-hmm. of Christmas Christ. And it just feels, I like through that music, I can sense his majesty. Mm-hmm. And I'm really that 
Um, but that wouldn't be the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like I, and right now I'm maybe wanting to display his majesty right now, or that's what's coming out of me. And that's what I'm really delighting in right now. But for someone else, it can be the folk sounding, comforting, like Christmas cottage yeah. sound, you know, to, to fill the home yeah. and to bring comfort, you know? So we, yeah. I mean, what um, I have. So we have a record player downtown, down, downtown, downstairs, and I've got Harry Connick's Christmas, Harry Connick Jr. I love like between his piano and his jazz and some of it's fun songs, some of it's Christ, um, like carols. Um, Eric, I love just hearing Eric play because he'll just sometimes sit down at the piano and just play. Doesn't have to be anything, but just his piano music playing. It's very peaceful um, the behold the lamb of God, Andrew Peterson, I'm going the, the Sunday after this airs, I am going to the Ryman for a bucket list trip to see the behold the lamb of God at the Ryman. Um, that's uh, my Christmas present and I cannot wait. Um, I'm this. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. And so that, or even, I mean, recently I went to an Alabama concert down in, or up in North Carolina, and they played, in the middle of November, they played Christmas in Dixie. And I'm like, that's yes. the best country Christmas song, like, ever. Yes. Y'all, so, we listened to that song all the way to Nashville Seriously, last I was year thinking about- of you about that. <laughs> Like it's like every other song on every station we turn it to. It was like Christmas and Dixie. Yes, I love awesome. it, and that makes me feel so at home when that is playing. Oh yeah, that is that's the song of hospitality right there. It was that's awesome, Dixie. Christmas and Dixie. Um, okay, so we've touched on the the five the five things, and I just want to kind of wrap it up by just saying three things that'll kind of encapsulate all of those that that Ashton just mentioned. Number one is keep it simple. I mean, you don't have to run to home goods and buy all new blankets and new candles and new this and new that and have everything coordinated. I mean, you really don't. To I mean, even if you're foraging from your yard, um, which my friend has taught me well because she comes over and clips all my bushes. She prunes my bushes because <laughs> she needs flowers. I'm like, it's awesome. It's a great win-win. But yes. even that can be the sense of smell is just... Keeping it simple. Bring in stuff from your yard. Um, Number two is honor others. Like, I need to have those apple slices and the blue box mac and cheese. So my son has something to eat. So right now, my son may not be a foodie. I'm still praying. We're we're getting there. He's only 10. So, um, So honor others. And it doesn't have to be 100%. I mean, if you're going to be out of town for the holidays, maybe you don't want to put up a tree. It's okay. Christmas will go on if you don't have a tree. Or if you're having people over, you can't, like we're having, um, right before this airs, we're having a group of people over from one of the services that my husband leads at our church. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not crafting um, specific coffee drinks. I'm going to have an urn of coffee. Because usually when we do word and table, I'm sitting there being the barista. And I've got special drinks. That's great when you have eight people, not so great when you have 25. Um, Absolutely. I'm just making two cookie, two sets of cookies and buying Chex Mix. I'm not making Chex Mix all day. Like it's okay to not go all out. And people, if you will love on people that hug a mug, um, or just 
looking them in the eye and slowing down and having time for them during the holidays, that's the most like best hospitality gift you can give them. So, um, well, Ashton, we are going to record another one that talks about, um, keeping Christ in Christmas and how to really hone in on that. But, um, we're going to, we're going to go on this one and start another one. So y'all, whatever it is you do this holiday season, remember that it is about Christ and really it is about others. And if you can make people feel welcome in your home, or even maybe you don't have a home, you share a home with a roommate, you kind of don't want to have people in, go out, grab a red cup from Starbucks or go to a favorite local coffee shop and just sit down and talk with someone, give them that hug, look them in the eye, give them a homemade gift. Whatever it is, they will feel your love and the love of Christ by showing them welcome. And we'll be back next week. So thanks for listening.